Hello, Terri-Anne. Hello, Eloise. Can you hear me well? Yes, I can. Ah. Back. So today we're back we're gonna... with another relationship chat. Yeah, I think we are going to go on a really long time with this because <laughs> I don't know. I love this topic and I love how psycho and detailed it can get. <laughs> just super fun. We just right? love the psycho. <laughs> yes, well, and also noticing one's own psychoticness. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, I'm not dating anymore, but, you know, we were, Elise and I were talking about, you know, how some, you know, you could be on and, you know, I don't always hear from the men's side, but I hear that they do this as well, where some girl gets on and says, oh, I love you. You're the best. I want to come and live with you and marry you. And of course, they're looking for money and they, you know, they'll get any guy who hook, hooks on to their uh, little star and um, they'll end up, they could end up coming to your country and um, scamming you or being with you or, you know, using you as a stepping stone. And the same thing happens with women. Mm. Right. And, I, you know, one of my favorite things is um, the commonalities between these stories. Like some, some woman meets a guy online, but has not met the person. And he'll say something like, I love you. I adore you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I want to come and come and be with you. You know, just send me the money or whatever. And of course, you know, that what ensues is either, you know, depends how planned out this is. They could take the money and then just leave the person, uh, never even meet them. They could actually come to the country, which is their intent to, let's say, get a green card for the United States or, you know, it can be in different places in the world, too. Or, you know, get into Canada, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's inevitable that that the girl or woman will say, and I'm talking about anywhere from 15 years old to 80, 90, 100 years old, uh, women will say, it's different for me. This isn't the typical thing. And each and every one says it, right? It becomes so, um, well, it's it's um, so prevalent, uh, this, this, it's different with this guy. Oh, you yeah. don't understand. This one's different. This one's different. This one's special, right? And you can go from one to the next to the next, and it's always this one's special. And it's the <laughs> same. The one. Yeah. Yeah, it's but different. it's the same lines, right? That we use. It's like, well, this one's special. Um, we get along so well. We encourage each other. Blah blah blah. It's just this yeah. this litany of how much we get along, how much we like each other. And usually it's a very short time frame. Mm. This, is, this is the interesting thing. It's the short time frame that the two people have known each other yeah. and whether they've even met. Now, you know, if I say whether they've even met, there's some people say, yes, but we've been together two months and we have met and you see it's different. Mm. And it's, you know, it's just so interesting that two months is is less than a drop in a bucket less than a drop you can see women who do this weekly or you know like in four months they'll have 10 different guys they went through right Mm, yeah potentially and men can do the same thing right Mm. but if they get the girl who's seeking money and status who's young enough and all that she he can hook her and and uh 
or they can hook each other and they could stay together for a really long while, mm. you know, because that's safety and protection. I mean, you get a, a guy online in one of the Asian countries, the Filipina, he, he could have, he could luck out that this Filipina comes over and uh, marries him and uh, he takes care of her. She could really luck out yeah. and um, have a good life. Most North American girls will say, no, that's not a good life because you, you know, you, you need this man who does this and who does that. Whereas from another culture, um, they'll treat men differently, right? Um, so, you know, it could be nicer, right? Our, our North American way of living may or may not be nicer to someone, right? Mm. You know, yeah. you might like them, you know, man might like the North American way of living. You know, both people go to work, both people pursue their careers, both people are making money and da da da. You know, that certainly can happen. Um, or, you know, a man wants to uh, feel good about things, right? Feel good mm. about uh, who he is as a man. He wants to, you know, bring home the money. He doesn't mind, you know, taking care of his woman, right? It's just going to depend on where you're at, if mm. it's going to work out or not, right? But this deception within a few months that you know someone, I can pretty much um, almost say, look, don't just don't lie to yourself about these things. Really get to know the person. Take some time. Get to know someone. Yeah. What are you going to get to know? You're not going to get to know their likes and dislikes only about food. You've got to know what your values are. Yeah. Right. So, you know, if you have a value um, that um, you actually care whether someone tries different foods or not. Um, it's going to be hard in your life if you're someone who insists on never trying new foods. Yeah. It's going to be hard. Yeah. Because right? it's it, it, to go to restaurants and try out different things. And... Exactly. You've got, you've got this idea that, no, I've, I've got a moral uh, limitation to my diet. So let's say someone's not a meat eater and you like to travel around the world trying different meats. That could be a problem. Doesn't mean there <laughs> necessarily will be. You don't have yeah. to have one. But if it's part of the way you enjoy things, I'd say there's going to be a problem. Yeah, you it's know? the same with alcohol. If what someone drinks a lot and that's part of their culture, part of the things that they do, and then someone doesn't. That's going and- to be yeah, it can it can be if it's if it's going to be a moral thing. Yeah. If it's just you drink or you don't drink, I don't think it has a problem. No. But it, but if it's part of the way you think enjoyment <laughs> is and uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're you're so going to have an issue with someone who doesn't drink, or you're going to have an issue with someone who does drink. Mm. You know, if somebody's drinking and getting really drunk and you're not, it's not fun. No. You know, and it could be a bummer for the other person as well. So you're you're not thinking about what just what you do. You're you're talking about things that are moral or is a value system to you, and it can be a little bit superficial as a value system. Mm-hmm. Meaning, if I decide that I travel around the world trying all different foods, you're going to want to be with someone who enjoys that. I mean, that's pretty could be pretty fundamental. Yeah. Um, now. I don't believe that you could just say you you know the formula to figuring out how to be with someone. 
but you can explore your value system to see whether you guys meet up value system wise if you you have put a strong value on family and it's it's going to be hard if the other person says i don't care about family it's going to be difficult um if you're if you um yeah whatever the strong uh cultural view is i'm the kind of person who works hard so of course i attracted a partner who works hard yeah and i have no qualms about that hard work Hmm. if he's working like he wants to work five in the morning till one in the morning and that's what he does with his time i'm happy i encourage it yeah yeah i know that's that that has no no bearing on anything because he's doing what he wants to do in whatever time you know you're you're together all the time yeah like you can you can text each other these days not like somebody disappears you're in constant contact yeah yeah Hmm. you're 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 in bed together all night you know like there's you're having you know you're coffee together in the morning you're having your dinner together and the rest of the time you're occupied yeah you don't, you don't um that's another like you just brought that up and that's another little weird thing where um you know historically in movies the old movies you would see women complaining about the man not spending time yeah you know, i always found this a strange thing because if you, if you're like a lot of women want a man who's who's um making a lot of money and i find this really 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 um an insult when i watch a movie and the woman's complaining that the man works too hard to bring home the bacon and she says that the money <coughs> isn't important yeah that the you know what he brings home to support the family is not important it is so not believable mm. i can't i can't fall for that that you're going to turn around and say money is not important that if your man is supplying a lot of money <clears throat> you'd prefer to sit around with him than him creating a secure nest egg for the rest of your lives mm. i really um find that strange that a woman could be young like young and immature you know teens 20s you know maybe I don't understand it once you pass 30, but before 30, I can look at a woman and say, all right, so you're immature and you want the man to spend money. Hopefully the man that you've attracted says, here's the amount of money you can have for me. And I'm not giving you any more. And if she whines for more, uh, you know, he cannot say no or divorce her or whatever and just say this isn't, or never get married, right? Get, you know, yep. test, test those morals. If he's the kind of guy who says, look, I'm making this amount of money. This is what I will spend percentage wise out of what I earn per year on the both yep. of us for home and travel and whatever we want. This is what we spend. And the woman says, no, I want you to spend 50% of your earnings on me. <laughs> you can make that decision. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, but too much coffee, I guess. <laughs> right. So you can you can d- discuss these things. If a woman says no, I want to spend a hundred percent of what you earn. That could be a huge point of contention. Mm. Right. That's I. You know, if some if I were earning the money and some guy says no, you're going to spend a hundred percent. 
No, I'm not. No. I'm putting away money for the future, money for retirement. Got to do that. And that's yep. what I, I have to do. I'm not spending at all. And, um, you know, if that's the point of contention, well, great. You've figured it out. Mm-hmm. You're not, you can't sit around figuring out how you're going to explain to her, for example, that she can't spend anymore. And then she's going to explain to you, whether it's to him or her, it doesn't matter, uh, that you need to spend more. You know, that's crazy. If you, you say, okay, this is a good percentage to spend. Here's a good pet percentage to save. Here's a good percentage to invest. You're doing yeah. this the rest of your life. It doesn't matter whether you have more. Because if, if you're, you know, today you're buying, uh, you know, a cheap purse from the dollar store because that's yeah. 20% of the income. But in 10 years, 20% is now you can buy a coach purse. Yeah. Okay, fine. That's what you get to do. But you're going up percentage was if that's what you agree to um it's gonna really really depend on what you chat about what you see as the future what if you're with a man who says no i don't want to work and you're going to work i'm going to be the house mother i'm going to clean up you've got to be really prepared as a woman to say that's you got to live with that for a while to see if it even attracts you because a woman could say oh i just watched um some stupid sitcom uh, thing is called Rules of Engagement. And it's it's funny. There are certain things that are cute and funny. And I, I laugh because you see it happening in your own relationship. But at one point, he's putting away the dishes from the dishwasher. And she's going, oh, mm, mm, that turns me on. I don't buy it for a second. <laughs> I don't buy it for a second that a woman watching a man with a little apron on cleaning up the kitchen turns you on. It's, it's it, women say seeing a man doing laundry, picking up things. Um, that's really kind of you to help out, but it, it is such to any man I see cleaning up. It's such a turnoff, a complete turnoff. Mm, so, yep. you know, I, I make sure that my, my husband does the least amount of stuff. He likes to cook. <laughs> um, so I let him do the manly parts of cooking. Like, the barbecue and the putting the meat on or whatever um you can do that but i don't i don't want him cleaning up and i don't want him he does the house yeah he goes and and constructs things. the house and the more he constructs things the happier i am yeah the more he's in the kitchen the unhappier i am now <laughs> you could say that's just anecdotal and i i would agree it's anecdotal and a lot of people listening might say, no, that's you. That's not me. I really, what I would ask you is to test it out. Yeah. Test it out for a few months. Ask your partner to do this experiment and get them to do all the women things and watch and see what happens to you hormonally. Yeah. <laughs> It'll happen naturally. It's part of your, I, I firmly believe it's part of our, our, um, our nature Yeah. to be turned on by the man. Who can protect, build, make things happen out in the world, and men who come and get involved in women's work. Now that here, here's another interesting discovery of me. So here I am talking as a woman who thought, no, it's all fine. We can. Uh, I thought that we could have equal actions in the home, but whenever I lived with my partners, um, it was never that way. 
my actions always kept them out of the kitchen, out of the laundry room, out of cleaning up. Yeah. And I, and I go, why would I do that? And I, and now with this partner, I said, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to let him do his stuff. And I did, but I, you know, there's certain things that I said, no, you, you have to give that up. Let me do it. You do the, take out the garbage. You do yeah. all that other stuff because these feminine things just, I can't, I don't look at you the same way. Actually, Tom, I don't look at you the same way when you're cleaning dishes and stuff. Stop it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, yeah. you can make a mess, but don't clean it up. I, yeah. I, yeah, I had a boyfriend that loved to cook and like I've probably said this at some point before I could literally come home from work and put my feet up and he'd make me dinner and do my washing and da 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 complete turn off yeah it was just weird I was like what are you trying to do (laughs) (laughs) but I was well it's going to be a relationship we completely flipped in a way yeah well I also think that you know, again, this the there's a discussion of values, but I don't really like the word discussion. It's really living out your values, mm. right? Because your actions show what you value. Yeah. Right. So Things in your house, what's around you, how you spend your time. Yes. And you know, finding out what those things are, living comfortably in the nothingness of stuff. Like what I mean by nothingness is the not the stuff you have in your head like oh uh you know i want valentine's day to occur like i have no values for valentine's day (laughs) or for birthdays you know though my actions show that i care about your birthday and i'll remember it or i'll see a gift or something i like giving gifts that's my personal preference i do that but i don't need valentine's day i don't need any of those things so nor does my partner, which is a good thing, mm. right? Because we can, yep. you know, neither of us are unhappy about it. Yeah. You know, he, he, he remembers more than I do. Like Valentine's Day came and he saw it and went, hey, happy Valentine's Day. I'm like, oh, okay, it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> happy Valentine's Day to you too. And, you know, we move on with our lives. Yeah. Um, so that's okay. We both, we're both okay with it. Yeah. Right? Um uh so i like giving gifts i like um i like if my partner gives me a gift but i don't care if he goes out and shops for it nor do i care if he buys it so i just buy stuff for me and i say it's from him yeah <laughs> right because i don't care or i send him a link and tell him okay buy that for me yeah you know or he'll tell me oh it's christmas just buy something for yourself from me so I do that and I wrap mm. it up and, and yeah, he gets yeah. it to me so because I don't care you know I don't need him to think about me that way well and yeah. I much prefer to think about my own gift and get it for myself like, yeah yeah why not? you know I'm, I'm perfectly happy with the gift I got right mm-hmm. and of course it helps because there's the Christmas gift is off the menu or a birthday gift is off the menu right yeah does it so does it, this really feeds into the five languages of love in a way okay tell me the five languages of love so there's this concept um of five languages of love so we're wired to have certain ways that we show love and so if i so that the five are like quality time so spending time together physical touch gift giving 
acts of service and then words of affirmation. So some people like to hear that they're loved. So there's five different ways that you can be wired. So the premise is that you could like be together with someone who has a different language of love to you. When you first start going out, you do all of them. So, you know, you think he's wonderful because you're getting exactly what you want. And then he'll fall into his natural state of just giving you signs of love in the way that he likes to receive them. And you'll do the same to him. And then there starts to be a mismatch because if one of you wants to spend quality time with each other and the other one likes, I don't know, um, like being of service or something. So to them, being out working is a sign of love, whereas to you, you want them back at home with you. <laughs> then that starts to cause problems. It does. But I also would say that even you don't even know Okay, so the five languages of love, no wonder I didn't read it. So yeah. you know, you're, you're just showing it to me as here are the ways that you see love, but those are conditions. Yeah. And there is, yeah. there is, it's really, really simple to, to find out what it is you yourself are missing. So, for example. Yeah, and then you just it, ask for it. You just ask for it. Like my yeah. partner doesn't say I love you, but I want to hear it. Yeah. I'll just say, tell me you love me. And at the yeah. beginning, he used to say, why are you so insecure? I said, this has nothing to do with insecurity. It has to do with my ear and the ear goes into me and it causes this bliss factor when you say I love you. So yeah. I'm just going to tell you to say it so I can enjoy the reaction <laughs> yeah, in my body. I just yeah. enjoy it. Now, I don't have trouble, you know, at all with women who are smart like that. Like, just ask for it. Yeah. There is another one where if the person doesn't think of it on their own. Oh, yes. Then the person says it doesn't come from it them. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. It's got to come from them. Yeah. I don't know what the heck that means. It's got to come from them. I, I if you, you ask... surprise me, but I can't tell you that I want the surprise. So, so. <laughs> for women mostly, I'd say for women mostly, there is a huge read my mind factor. Yeah, you should be psychic, everybody. <laughs> well, this weirdness of you should know what I want. Mm. Now, you know, women will say, but uh, I've heard this from a woman over and over again over the years of her marriage. She said, but I know everything he wants and he tells me that I satisfy his needs or he even has them and I'm like yeah because you're a woman mm. right like so so I worked with my dad and I could be in another room and he'll say my name and I would come in with the thing that he wanted and he's like how do you know what I want and I go well I just know where you are and what you're doing I'm completely in tune with what you're doing so I know what's happening and I know what you need yeah even though I'm in another room. And he's like, how do you know this? It's like, well, this is a woman's thing. Now, that doesn't mean a man can't do that. But men are not so prone to going with the flow. Mm. So, like, if I go out with my husband, I will follow his flow. The minute I don't follow his flow, he says, what's wrong with you? There's yeah. nothing wrong with me. Obviously, I'm just going off. And I'm not paying attention to you all of a sudden, right? All of a sudden, I just 
something attracts something shiny attracts my attention. That shiny, I start walking towards that shiny thing. Right? Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, and he's like, "What's wrong with you?" And he gets upset, and he gets because I disturbed the masculine constancy. He's got a ways doing something, and he doesn't want to be interrupted. And mm-hmm. he loves it when I just follow along, which is that's perfect feminine and masculine balance. Perfect. Yeah. That's the flow of the two where we have a point of contention then is don't do the thing that you want while you're grocery shopping. Right. Um, Or you're going to get into this bit of a conflict. So, you know, the way I resolve it is I either go and follow exactly what he's doing with the Mm -hmm. character. I just follow him around. If I have something I need to do, I warn him days in advance. (laughs) I warn him days in advance. And it doesn't always work out because he's making, I understand what he's doing because my masculine does the same thing. My masculine side will take control, start to figure out what I, what I'm organized to do, like this constant focused energy, right? We can all do it. We can all go grocery shopping, but women can do the multitasking. Mm-hmm. And yes, men can multitask. Of course, we all have feminine and masculine. The yeah. thing is, that there's sort of a more uh, comfort in here's the way I'm going through things, mm. right? This is the way I'm going to go through the, the grocery aisles. I'm going to do it like this. And of course our, you know, within a woman, the same thing is occurring. Yeah. Right. So you don't necessarily uh, follow along because the feminine goes with the flow. It's like, Oh, bread, let me just go down this corner. Oh, yeah. why are you going down here? I was going over here. Yeah, well, so I don't have to go back. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm just going to pass through and I'll be right there beside you. Don't worry. And it's just, it's just so disruptive to the, the energy that he's going through. He can't have it interrupted. And I just think it's funny. It's really funny because you forget sometimes. Like I forget sometimes, just follow. Yeah. And everything will be fine and everything will get done. <laughs> it'll all get done it doesn't matter um so you have to figure out whether you can do that or not mm. right so because the feminine is you know gonna just go with the flow in this case while the masculine is doing this consistent uh listening to his list of what he wants to do etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah it's a very interesting thing you know if i if, if i'm working with him in the kitchen and I'm following along, everything's fine. As soon as I start doing one of my own thing, he goes, what's wrong with you? Why are you ruining everything? I'm like, I'm not ruining anything. Yeah, no, once he actually said to me, we get along so well all the time. Why are you ruining it today? And I look at him like, because I follow you and today I'm not following. I have things I want to do. And I clear it up so many times. Right. Yeah. I have so many things. I have things I need to do. And um, yeah, he doesn't he, he doesn't see that. It's just like I'm just doing my thing. Why are you out of sorts? Why are you out of connection with me? You know, it's so fascinating. Well, yeah, I am disconnected from you because I'm doing my thing. Yeah. And not in tune with you. So, yes, women can be so in tune. I'm not saying a man can't do this, but I'm just being the most typical. The woman has the tendency to be able to follow. We have come to a place where we don't want to follow in life. 
Mm. Right? Where we say that's not good. I don't believe that for a minute. I think following is really good. Like I follow my feminine. Like, well, the feminine, the feminine tells the masculine what to do. So I listen to my feminine so I can tell my masculine what to do. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So the, the masculine does that too. You, you tell him what to do. It's just when he's doing something and he's got a plan, he stays focused and you don't want, he, he doesn't want it interrupted. But why are we teaching um, the masculine what the feminine's like? So if for centuries the, the masculine has been dominant and now the feminine is rising, her job isn't to crush him. No. Her job is to explain to him. So yeah. here I am in a relationship where this explanation is enhancing our relationship. So you discover what you're like, you, you go, okay, so I am feminine. I do. I mean, the beauty of going with the flow of a man's uh, schedule and you're the lead, you're because the feminine tells the masculine what to do. Mm-hmm. Don't forget that within a man, there is ma- masculine and feminine within a woman, there's masculine and feminine. Yeah. So together they can both, you know, figure out through the feminine, whether the other person's using their feminine or not, mm. right? If you're just using your eye and say, okay, I think we should spend a hundred thousand dollars on doing this. And the man says, well, no, that's too much money. Yeah. So now we have to figure out who's, who's, who's intuiting and kind of coming to something logical. So she might say, Hey, you've made $5 billion, a hundred thousand to fix our old house is good. And he goes, yeah. And he says, no, no, I don't want to spend that money. Might have to look and go, no, it's time to fix the house and put this investment in the house. So you have those for a long time. And you have this debate back and forth until mm-hmm. you figure it out. You know, now if you're, you said, somebody says, well, we're, we're half a million dollars in debt. So I'm not going to borrow the money. Oh, okay. I see. Yes. Right. Just simple things that, but instead we take it personally and we say the other person is not giving me the money. Yeah. Doesn't love me. Doesn't care about me. That's baloney. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it, it's not even part of the topic, but it's how someone feels because they think, oh, you know, if you don't give me a gift on Valentine's Day, you don't love me because you're supposed to be thinking about me. You're supposed to know it's yeah. Valentine's Day. You're supposed to. Yeah, it's really sweet when a husband can do that. But at the same time, you're sending flowers on a holiday. Why would that be important when every day's like if my partner started to send me flowers on on Valentine's Day, I would just go, that's such a waste. Yeah. You know, bring me a flower when you feel like it, you know, or uh, I'd prefer when we're going to fix the garden that we buy a few things and you plant it for me. You know, it's the daily things. Mm. Now, remember, I'm not, I'm not a proponent of saying that my way of living is your value system. And there's another thing that comes in in our value systems is that they change over time. Like when I was young. <clears throat> My, my partner needed to travel with me. Now yeah. that I've traveled so much in my life, it's not that interesting. Yeah. You know, I just really want to go live somewhere warm. Mm. You know, I want to live somewhere where I can 
hang out and and be in the heat. Mm, <laughs> I don't. Heaven. It, it, yes, it is, and it's great to travel there. You know, too. So now I've got a partner who wants to explore it, figure it out, figure out. We got some quite a bit of time before we figure out some way of retiring from the work that we do now and yeah. maybe do some other work that'll be more conducive to our aging selves etc yeah obviously the podcast will carry on because exactly the, the <laughs> podcast the t- you know teaching <laughs> tarot. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. studying all this stuff is just too wonderful right mm. and you know so you're going to go through different parts you, you, yeah it's very different 20 to 30 i mean the pressure to have children for a, a woman is so high. This yeah. is a really hard one to figure out. You know, I'm beginning to feel like or think that, you know, that, that if you want to have kids, the best thing to do is, you know, have those kids when you're young and take longer to study your career outcome. Or, you know, if you're developing a business, develop your business and have your kids so that you've got that <laughs> out of the way. And then, you're really productive. Like your kids are already eight years old. If you have some, some at 20, it's just, this is just a speculation on my part. Yeah. But you have them, they're already like eight, nine years old, you know, and you're, you can be studying and developing a business for the time you're 40. You can look in 10 years segments. Mm. Of course, you know, being young, graduating from school, you could be highly successful. But if you're a highly successful woman and then you leave at the peak of your career um, to go have kids in your 30s, um, that's another weird thing, right? It's like you can see how many people are unable to have children now after thirty yeah. and 40. We see a lot of them in clinic, yeah. Yes, they just keep coming in, you know, and 34 years old is already um, an age where it starts to get difficult, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you're, you're not going to a younger phase. I mean, it's great that we're all younger now and we look younger, et cetera, but um, it's a short life. <clears throat> mm. And when you're young, you think it's really long because a year takes really long. You know, yeah. I was noting the other day. like Now it takes five minutes. Five minutes, right? Like a day <laughs> is an is an hour. Yeah. You know, a week is a day. Yeah. You know, a month is a is a. Um, how am I doing this right? A yeah. day is an hour. <laughs> a week is a day. Yeah. You know, a month is a week. A week. Yeah. You know, and, and twelve weeks is a year. Yeah. You know, twelve weeks in your year is done. It's like it's yeah. easy as pie to feel it that way. But young people, you 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 won't have that perception mm. that it's going that way. Yeah. You'll, you'll have the perception that will take longer to yeah. realize. Really which, yeah. So it's a real thought process to figure out what you're going to do to have kids and your family and then go off and create your own life. Mm. Right? <clears throat> make Make things happen. There are a lot of people who've done it that way and do great. And I've done great, super successful mm. people yeah. in many arenas, um, you know, in many businesses. And there's just so much out there you can do. Yeah. Um, and uh, and now with the internet, you can educate yourself at home for free. You can. It's a completely yeah. different world to 20 it years. Is. 
It is a completely. Yeah. We're in a very different world. But yeah. that also brings that we're in a very different world when it comes to dating. Yeah. Yeah. The, the new generation hasn't really not not old kids, obviously. You could be religious and go to your church um, mm. and do things like that that actually um, give you some continuity. Like, you know, the church gets such a bad rap. Um, but there was huge community that came out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. You you had um, extensions, let's say, of your particular culture, et cetera, yeah. which brought people together. Like my yeah. dad, my dad's village in Greece, <clears throat> you know, the people have kept in contact. And, um, you know, if you, getting to go and hang out with those people, you can meet really nice Nice people that you know their history, you know their family, you know their values, and yeah. um, you know if you start dating, it, it's it's really nice because you've already got some of those things off the off the uh, off the the list of morals. Yeah. You know, in our day, we'd always say, you know what, mom does know best. Whereas today, that doesn't it, it wouldn't even <laughs> touch really that mom knows best because mom is, is pretty much promoting, you know, the same thing. Like you can go out and meet anyone that's lost art. Right. I, I think that sometimes I see these matchmakers and I go, no wonder, you know, matchmakers as a business. Oh, I love billionaire matchmaker. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's really important, right? Having these, yeah. Uh, yeah. these things that help you out that, you know, you know what's going on. I mean, eventually, maybe what we're going to do is genetically yeah. test someone. Yeah. Right. You know, send me your drop of blood, and I'll test and I'll your, work out. I I'll had, work a, out, I had a client years ago, and he met his now wife. They've got kids together through a matchmaker, and and I was like, oh, that's really cool. So, like, when I get women, I've had women come into clinic for, and they're like, I'm desperate to meet a husband. Like, I'm really ready now, and I'm like, why didn't you pay some money and get like to an agency and, and get them to find you someone and they're like no I'm not doing that but I'll do anything to meet someone and I'm like look you've got the money to do this this isn't a financial thing I'm like just pay someone to find you someone it's just like I think that'd be brilliant yeah it could be could be could be yeah could be because but, but again you, you know you, you know with still, people still not knowing who yeah the person is you know if you have it's just I'm just being the devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah, no, you absolutely. Know. You but... can go to a company and they're desperate to make money and they're going to find these apparent matches, but you know they don't really have you in mind. You know, mm, yeah, um, no, possibly. But in my head, it's like they're going to sit down and they're going to find people with similar values from similar backgrounds where you're going to have that um, match. Yes, I think that that could be possible. Yeah. It could be a possibility. It might be the future. Yeah. You know, like uh, that match.com has the idea, but, you know, it's mostly, you know, a bunch of people that are on there, you know, either trying to have sex or young people who meet up and they actually get married. I've seen quite a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But young people are a little bit different than when you get over the, the 35 Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think it, it's still pretty much troublesome after 30. This is my experience, you know, that after 30, it becomes troublesome. Before 30, the immaturity of the the female and the, and the confusion in the masculine, because the masculine 
this is just my assessment that the masculine is extremely confused. So that means all of our masculines are confused, Mm -hmm. including in women. So men are confused. Our masculine's confused because the feminine has no idea or we have no idea what the feminine energy brings. Even this, this recent disruption of the idea that there is a gender when one of the laws of the universe is everything has a gender. Mm. right so it's like really we're going to throw away a law of the universe that everything has a gender that you know that birds and bees have a gender that flowers have a gender that you know the the plants and animals these are important things that they have a gender i saw they because boats are always named in the feminine and now having to neutralize naming of boats yeah because people are getting upset that's a whole new world. yeah which is yeah. It, it's it's like a historical it's, thing it's uh... <laughs> well it's it's the it seems to me that the group of people who um are screaming the loudest have whatever problems they've had and that doesn't mean you haven't you know a a marginalized group doesn't have a problem you know we do get insulted and um, pushed around. It's it's partly to do with biology that anything that is strange gets culled, right? Mm. You know, it's it's something that the species needs to survive. Is that you call, you know, deformities? You call the animals that don't uh, work. It's it's how they survive. I mean, if you have all these uh, slow gazelle, they're all going to be killed. You need some fast gazelle and then you need the old and sick gazelle to go. So in nature, that's what we need to do. In society, you know, in our world now, we can survive if you want to. You know, if if 90% of people turn gay, we'd still be okay as a population for a while. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we'd still be creating yeah. things, right? And you could have all these surrogate women having babies. Yeah. You know, it's it would still continue the population, but that's only because of socialization science right so we can do that now Mm -hmm. even though it's not the nature of things um but you can't forget the nature of things just because uh you know we're able to work with people getting older in my case i'm older i have a hard time with my legs i have a problem in my spine so you know i can i can drive places to get there even though I can't walk or you could get a little, you know, automatic skateboard or something, and you know, (laughs) get on it and move. There's so many things you can do. Yeah. Whereas, you know, I'm not in a tent and we have to start roaming and now the whole, you know, caravan needs to carry me. Mm. Right. Or the dog sled would have to carry me uh, because I wouldn't be able to walk anywhere. You could walk like two feet and then stop and then walk two feet and then finally seize up. What would they do with me? And if, if a bunch of wild animals came, I'd be the first one to be eaten, right? That's yeah. nature. And, and you know, we, we have to, to understand that, we have to understand the wildness of nature. And that just because man, I shouldn't say man, but humankind has been able to conquer a lot of the elements and a lot of our genetics, we've done a lot that we can, we can take care of. Um, 
doesn't mean that we obliterate which is what is natural hmm. and i i can hear the word like why not why not obliterate nature well that's that's a little arrogant thinking that you know we're going to endure forever as we are yeah you know if if we if we become more and more successful um with ai you don't know we might just disappear so oh. nature won't matter it'll just do whatever it does mm-hmm. or what if what if something happens and we lose the grid and what'll happen then and nature comes back we see all these these uh, these movies you know the end of the world type movies and of course this generation believes a lot in the end of the world right we're going to end <laughs> this we're going to end that yeah. if we don't yeah. change it well, and yet on. you know i don't want to get too to talk too much about it because it's very complex but uh, the methods by which we're using to save the world could be the very methods that will destroy us as well yeah. Yeah. which is which is something people aren't thinking about so even the you know when i look at relationships the masculine and feminine is always at play so you have two men in a relationship their masculine and feminine internally are at play so you have two feminine to masculine at play within two men and you will see that manifest differently and even the dynamic in the matrix might encourage in one partner to be more feminine and mm-hmm. encourage in the other partner to be um, more masculine no but we have to notice these things it's like why would you obliterate this why would you it is so interesting to study the masculine and feminine it is fascinating how we are we have this this dynamic within us and the dynamic external that that function in the world and um do things that are that really make things harmonic if we reject that then we get a lot of disharmony and i don't know if it's just a cacophony of noise or is there some validity if I'm going to doubt myself? Mm. You know, if nature says there's a masculine and feminine, I like nature. I think she's cool. Yeah. She, she can destroy me in a second, get rid of me in a nanosecond. And, um, you know, she's she's something to be revered. Yeah. She right? is force. The force. She's a, a force to be reckoned with. Mm. But a lot of people will say no. No. Let's let's just get rid of that. And I just think getting rid of something that, well, you can't get rid of it. You'll never no. be able to get rid of the masculine and feminine. No. Uh, you can, you Not can. Day, up, down. There's always duality. There's always duality. And there's, there's just this, this uh, permanent law of the universe. You can suppress it. You can hide it. You can. Yeah. Mutated, but the feminine and masculine will always uh, rise, rise up. You see it. Look at homosexual couples. Why are they different? Why is one more feminine than the other? Come on, you know, like this this lack of reality that we have, where we think the masculine and feminine is not uh, taking place, is is really ridiculous. Um, and and you, it's really a testament to self-ignorance if you are not aware of your own duality even the sides of our bodies are different Mm. you know the way the the sides of the brain function is different um children operate differently 
there is the the natural law of feminine and masculine yeah and and trying to disrupt it and get rid of it is um a pathology and we see Mm -hmm. that it manifests in in pathology yeah right We're, we're not seeing yet what's going to happen with all of these kids that um we're saying they're not being conditioned to uh be neutral to yeah. be to be like women to be men um saying there's no gender um yeah. sure you can brain you can brainwash any kid to believe that they're not a gender yeah. and and believe, so you're brainwashing them to tell them there's no gender when it really makes no difference to say well there is a gender because obviously you have a penis and you have a vagina mm. and you that's very different okay but it, just because you feel different doesn't mean your gender is different but that's fine you can express yourself any way you want just mm. like we all do yeah we all wear different clothes sometimes we join our group like a hipster can be part of the hipster group they all look the same <laughs> right what is that guy who who sued uh, somebody for um for rights because he saw a picture of himself as a hipster and he wrote in he says you've got my photograph and you're using it for advertisement and it wasn't him it was somebody else <laughs> and you know it's like how much these these people look alike right yeah you know you could go into a whole foods where all the granolas are you know the, yeah. the long skirt hippie everybody looks the same you know and then you have this, this majority of people who look the same, the same kind of frizzy hair, the same yeah. kind of hair buns, the same kind of clothing, almost the same, same colors. And, you know, so, so we wear all these weird uniforms. And then we turn around and say there's no gender, but there's definitely how you dress is different. Yeah. And it's accepted. Yeah, You know, you could be part of a group and dress the same, or you could dress the way you want. And that's your self-expression. doesn't matter. Like nobody's stopping anyone, but we want to dictate to others how they should be. And with this very fragile uh, mental state of children, mm. it's meaning that they can be easily, because as long as they're approved of and, you know, someone gives them a little smile and says, this is yeah. good no gender, they are going to get reinforced and you don't even know how you're reinforcing them. No. Right? You're, you're, you're conditioning someone uh, through love and whatever your beliefs are, you're going to express it uh, through your yeah. actions and mm-hmm. your kid's going to pick it up. Yep. Okay, you've got that much. And then there's going to be a kid that's going to say, I'm not going to follow you at all. Oh, they're going to rebel. They could, yeah. but still, they just don't have the freedom. They're, it's interesting trying to create freedom by promoting something. Mm. It's ridiculous. Just, um, just, just support beingness, whoever you are, whatever you are. Yeah. But no, we've got to support some kind of identity. No, now, I, I, I would say this extends, extends into dating. Yeah. Right? Because we're doing the same thing, and usually we're coming from our own narcissistic place, you know, self-involved. It's all about me. Uh, his actions or her actions depend on my actions, my attitude. I've got to change them to be uh, with this person, which is the, the way the lies begin, right? Mm-hmm. So looking for that, that's one big thing. Uh, 
is looking for um, the the love of the other and mutating oneself to obtain that love, right? Mm-hmm. So that's just huge and occurs um, all the time in dating. You know, you have no idea what you're talking about. I laugh often because my husband will be in another room and I'll be in, well, we'll both be in different rooms and he'll say something like, wow, what a great view, but my eyes are looking somewhere else. And I go, yes, it is. And then I I go, yeah, but what the heck is he talking about? He doesn't see Mm. this window. So I get up and go and he's looking at, let's say, let's say a view on the computer or something. Yeah. You, you know, without looking at someone and, and communicating, they could be talking about something completely Completely different different. and you could be looking at the same direction Mm -hmm. and you don't see what the other person sees. Yeah. And it can cause misunderstandings. So you're, you know, one of the things I think dating's about is looking at yourself. Yeah. You know, if, so let's say somebody you wanted someone to text and two days have gone by, you've sent a couple of texts, they don't text you. And you, let's say, go to a tarot reader or go to your therapist and say, why isn't he texting? Why isn't he texting? Why no. have I, what have I done wrong? Well, that's not the question to ask. The question is, why am I still focusing on someone who doesn't text me? Who's yeah. not, not meeting uh at least the 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 needs that i have are requirements for a relationship so your your actions are already saying i disrespect my own uh beliefs about things but it also which is interesting tells you what your beliefs are yeah so you you might say i believe that you know once you're interested in someone and you text them they should text you back yeah but you keep focusing on someone who doesn't What's your belief? Your belief is you, you think someone to text you back or is that just what you want, what your desire is? So yeah. here's my desire, but I believe that waiting for someone to text me for days and days and going and paying tarot readers to tell me when he's going to call is what I actually believe, right? Because you see someone's actions are what they actually believe. Mm. You don't yeah. really believe what you're saying. If you really believed really really thought this was your value if i text someone they text you back you would not even think about somebody for a second think about that for a moment Mm. if you if i um so so here's an easy way for me to do it if i write if a someone writes me for a session and i write back giving them all the information like price and timing and whatever and they don't write back yeah I don't do anything about it. No. It's like, you know, uh, they'll usually write um, that they received it, but you obviously know they might have received it. They'll write you and say, I didn't get an answer. You know, um, they might think it was their, they wrote you, you write them back. They don't write you back. They'll either write you again or they will just not bother because maybe they find it too expensive they don't find it expensive enough. Some people evaluate, yeah. well, that's too cheap. Yeah. And some people evaluate, no, that, that appointment's too soon. Yeah. If, if they had a six-month waiting list, then I would go. But if a one-month yeah. waiting list, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting how people... No. Yeah. Yeah. How we make our evaluation. But yeah. personally, I don't keep 
writing if somebody doesn't write back after I've no, given the basic absolutely. information. Yeah. I'm not going to start, you know, did you get my email? Was the price okay? No, I've sent the information. I'm going to kind of depend on the idea that they received it because they sent the email directly to me. So I'm not going to go through this. Maybe they lost it. Maybe they went to junk mail. If that's, if they, they might just write you. Otherwise, if you're not going to do that, maybe we just don't need a session together. Okay. Yeah. So I don't need to sit around and write people over and over again. This is a decision I made. You know, I write you. And then if you write back, I write you back. If you don't write me back, I assume well, you've, you've, moved, you've moved on. Yeah. So, and that's easy. It's not like I focus on it. I focus on the people who are communicating with me. Yeah. That's where I want my energy to go. I want my energy to go yeah. with those people who are super interested. Who those are people happy press to the get... PayPal button on my website before they've even emailed me. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's wonderful. Yeah. Um, but somebody who's emailing for information, you don't know if they're just, uh, I don't know if you could say trolling, but, uh, you know, kind of like trolling for someone who they want, not the internet trolling. I'm thinking of the, yeah. you know, running around, the, what do they call it? The boats troll. Anyway, forget it. But um, just this th- th- looking for information. They could just mm-hmm. be seeking information. Um, and that's enough. And we, I don't need to waste my time there. But why don't, so, so that's a clear thing that, that I do. And I mean, why would we do any different when it comes to a personal relationship? Yeah. Someone doesn't write you back. I need to be interested in someone who's engaged in a relationship. If yeah. you're not engaged, I don't care what you're doing. Yeah. You're, you're not going to miss the person. You're, you're not dating anyone. And you go to the next person till you find the right one. And this one shows up again and says, hey, I had an accident. Well, yeah. you, you still have no. an opportunity. Yeah. But, but it's like, what if they had an accident? What if this happened? No, this is not what you need to be concerned with. You need to be concerned with what remains as something a little bit more. Um, uh, you have to use logic sometimes, right? Yeah. And the logic is that when you're searching online, you have no idea who you're talking to. You have to have at least a few, um, a few base ideas that you need to keep in mind. That a lot of people are just looking for sex. Yeah. And, you know, you might not be the one sending that energy back. It might be someone uh, who's doing many, many different things. Too many things to assess. You've got to figure out as you go along whether you're meeting up with someone who's got your values. Yeah. You know, somebody dates you one. Yeah, and it's it's a lot simpler when you know your own values. Yeah, we need to go on with this topic because it's got all these segues. But um, we'll stop now and um, and set in motion uh, what else we need to do. Right? Yeah, perfect. All right, my darling. Well, I'll let you go. Okay. And uh, week. Um, Talk to you next week. Talk to you soon. Take care, everyone. Bye, sweetie.